Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Sunday service at Moving River Ministries. I am Pastor Adam McGahey, and we are so glad that you were able to join us on telephone and also live streaming. Unfortunately, we cannot be in service in house this morning due to the weather, but praise God, we plan to be in service next week. We had to actually postpone the showing of Queen Esther which was supposed to take place today. However, that is going to take place next Sunday as planned, praise God, God willing. Uh, so um, before we get into the message today, which is titled, Another Better Than, uh, the message this morning is in regards to uh, the story of Queen Esther. And so we want to uh, just give you some background in, in preparation for the actual showing of Queen Esther. This was something we were going to do after the fact, but now we're going to do it before. Um, and what I want to do also is encourage you this week to actually read the book of Esther in the Bible. It is 10 chapters. The chapters are relatively short chapters, the actually the 10th chapter, I believe, is but three verses of scripture. But the other chapters, too, are relatively short in comparison to some of the other books in the Bible. Praise God. So this will help prepare your uh, receiving the story of Queen Esther in a more educated way so that you can, you know, decipher better, you know, this is a production that you're going to be viewing next week, but you want to know the biblical truth in regards to Queen Esther as well. So because it is a uh, theatrical performance, a lot of things have to be added that you, you are not in the Bible. But being that it was something that happened historically, you also have to know that things happen in our everyday lives too that um, you know may not have gotten recorded if someone were to tell a story about us. There's only certain things. So this theatrical performance just gives us some insight into how things may have unfolded, praise God. So. Uh, again, please read the entire chapter for yourself today. We're just going to really just cover the first six chapters in brief. Again, in brief. I'm not going to read all those verses of scripture. And uh, I'm only going to highlight certain things from those chapters. Praise the Lord. So the message this morning, what we are going to cover is Esther had a couple secrets going on there. So we're going to cover Esther's secrets. We're also going to cover something that's called write that down. And then another better than is the third thing that we are going to cover in today's message. Esther's secrets, write that down, and another better than. And that is the actual title of today's message, another better than. I wanted to highlight the story of Queen Esther as well because March is, in our country, 
is celebrated as Women's History Month. And what better uh, woman in history to highlight than a woman from the Bible? And Queen Esther has a lot to offer each and every one of us in the way of trusting in God and delighting ourselves in the Lord, which is not always the easiest process to get to the point where you can delight yourself in the Lord. Before we get into the message this morning, I just want to let everyone know that we are going to be having an Easter egg hunt April 9th. Palm Sunday is April 10th, the day after the Easter egg hunt. The Easter egg hunt is going to be at the Family Renewal Center in Nanticoke. And Resurrection Day service will be the following Sunday of Palm Sunday, which will be April 17th. Single Serving God Ministry actually did get started Friday and they met at the church and there were a couple that did show up at the church and that is being headed up by Brother Edwin. If you have any questions in regards to Single Serving God Ministry, please, please reach out to us so that we can get you the answers that you need in regards to Single Serving God Ministry. And we invite all the singles to actually come and participate in that ministry and just learn how to serve God in your season of singleness. And the children's music ministry is scheduled to resume May 1st of this year. Praise God, and we are looking forward to that. We had the mayor in... Uh, service last week and he brought us some information regarding the American Recovery Plan and what the city of Wilkes-Barre is doing with that American Recovery Plan and the different grants that are available and anyone that has um, need for the information please again reach out to us so we can get you the forms that you need for that uh, program praise God with no further ado, let us go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you this morning. We appreciate you so much. And we just ask, mighty God, that you bless us with your presence. That we recognize your presence. That we are grateful and thankful for your continuously leading and guiding us in all truth. Lord, we pray for the situation in Ukraine where Russia is steadily just attacking that country and so many innocent lives are being lost. We pray for Vladimir Putin, my God, that you would change his heart because you can do things that we cannot do. And, and I hope in the message this morning, my God, that it is demonstrated through your biblical truths how great thou truly art and where we need to continuously place our trust and our faith as we see the different ones in the bible where they put their faith and they put their trust in thee and the how that caused the right result to come about we give you all glory, honor, and praise this morning. We thank you for all of those that are attending, those on the phone, those that are online. 
And we thank you, mighty God, for making all this possible through the technology that you have blessed man to be able to develop. Through the use of your knowledge, your power, and your might. Father, we give you all glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, saints of God, those of you joining us this morning, if you will turn in your Bibles with me to Esther chapter 1. We're going to begin with Esther chapter 1. We're going to be looking at a few different people in the Bible this morning. We're going to look at Esther. We're going to look at Mordecai just a little bit, but we're going to keep the story mainly based on Esther this morning. There are so many different messages that can be preached from the book of Esther, so many different characters in the book of Esther. And the actual performance that you're going to be seeing, it is amazing. Um, you know, in just preparing for it and getting the church ready for some things, I've had it running, you know, just in, in the background as I've been getting some things done. And it is just so professionally done uh, by Sight and Sound Theater. And we just um, are just so blessed that we can show this in, uh, to as many of that will come out and see it. But today we're going to see what the Bible says about Queen Esther. And we're going to also look at Brother Paul, which was Saul before his conversion to Paul. And we're going to also, you know, look at John the Baptist a little bit and Jesus, of course. Amen. So Esther's secrets we're going to be looking at first of all in Esther chapter 1 verse 13 through 22 we're going to begin reading then the king said to the wise men which knew the times for so was the king's manner toward all that knew law and judgment and the next unto him was Karshina, Shethar, Admatha, Tarshish, Maris, Marcina and I love this name Mimukan <laughs> and I know that's probably not the way that it's pronounced, but when I saw that name, I was like, that's awesome. Me, Mu, Can. <laughs> the seven princes of Persia and Media, which saw the king's face and which sat at the, sat the first in the kingdom. And verse 15 says, what shall we do unto Queen Vashti according to law? Because she hath not performed the commandment of King Ahasuerus by the chamberlains. And Mimukan answered before the king and the princes, Vashti the queen hath not done wrong to the king only, but also to all the princes and to all the people that are in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus. For this deed of the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes when it shall be reported. The king Ahasuerus commanded Vashti, the queen, to be brought in before him, but she came not. Likewise shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto all the king's princes which have heard of the deed of the queen. Thus shall there arise too much contempt and wrath. If it please the king, let there go a royal commandment from him, and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes that it be not altered, that Vashti come no more before King Ahasuerus, 
and let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. Another that is better than she. And that is where the title of the message came from this morning. Another that is better than. Another better than is the title for the message this morning. And when the king's decree which he shall make shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great, all the wives shall give to their husbands honor, both to great and small. And the saying pleased the king and the princes, and the king did according to the word of Mimu can, for he sent letters into all the king's provinces, into every province according to the writing thereof, and to every people after their language, that every man should bear rule in his own house, and that it should be published according to the language of every people. And another focal point of these uh, passage of scripture there is in that last verse 22. And it says that every man should bear rule in his own house. Praise God. Now, everybody on this phone this morning, man and woman has their own house that they need to be bearing rule in. Praise God. Every man shall bear rule in his own house. So let's talk about some of the secrets that Esther had here. Um, and we're going to look at we're going to turn now to chapter 2. And um, there's a couple secrets that Esther had, and we're going to relate them back to the passage of Scripture in chapter 1 as well. In chapter 2, in verse 21 through 23, it says, In those days while Mordecai sat in the king's gate, two of the king's chamberlains, this was another name that I thought was pretty cool. Big Dan. Big Dan. <laughs> Big Dan. Another better than and Big Dan. Big Dan and Teresh, of those which kept the door, were wroth and sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And the thing was known to Mordecai, who told it to Esther, the queen. And Esther certified the king thereof in Mordecai's name. And when inquisition was made of the matter, it was found out, therefore, they were both hanged on a tree, and it was written in the book of Chronicles before the king. Write that down. They wrote it down in the book of Chronicles. What Mordecai made known unto Esther. But before he made it known unto Esther, it was a secret that Esther had, praise God, and the king didn't know about this until Esther revealed it unto him. And so there was another secret that Esther had, and that secret was that Esther was a Jew. And she kept that to herself, being instructed of her uncle Mordecai, and he told her not to let it be known that she was a Jew or of the Jews. But that was a secret she kept until a later time. So Esther had some secrets, but she eventually did reveal those secrets unto King Ahasuerus. And sometimes it is important that we keep some things to ourselves until the time is right when we can reveal them. 
Praise God. And so, uh, especially when we are at that crossroads where we are embarking upon change, when we are uh, making even a turn to come to the Lord, sometimes we don't need other people to know about it. We need to be solid in our walk before we start going out and broadcasting it to especially some others in our lives that we know we are going to uh, face obstacles with. It is best that we just continue on in our pursuit of our walk with God until we are so firm in our walk that whatever someone then says, that same person that we would receive those obstacles from or that adversity from, we will be strong enough to handle that adversity. Amen. But sometimes we can, when we are first starting out, we're not able to face all of those adversities just in on our own. We need to get stronger in the Lord. Praise God. Let me continue on uh, so I don't get too sidetracked here because I want to keep with this summary of Queen Esther this morning. And let's turn now to chapter 3. Esther chapter 3. And in Esther chapter 3, and we're going to begin at verse 8 in Esther chapter 3. And Haman, I love that name too. Hey man. And so we got Big Man, we got Hey Man, and we got Mimu Ken. <laughs> Praise God. And Hey man said unto King Ahasuerus, there is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of the kingdom of thy kingdom, and their laws are diverse from all the people, neither keep they the king's laws. Therefore it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. So Haman has the king's ear, and he is in the king's ear telling them all about this people, because one of the people that has really upset Haman is Mordecai uncle to Esther. And so in verse nine, it says, if it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasures. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, the Jew's enemy, a well-known enemy of the Jews, the Agagites. And the king said unto Haman, the silver is given to thee, the people also to do with them as it seemeth good to thee. Verse 12 says, then were the king's scribes called on the 13th day of the first month and there was a written and there was written according to all that Haman had commanded unto the king's lieutenants and to the governors that were over every province and to the rulers of every people of every province according to the writing thereof and to every people after their language in the name of King Ahasuerus was it written and sealed with the king's ring. And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month of Dar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. 
In verse 14, the copy of the writing for a commandment is the copy of the writing for a commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people that they should be ready against that day. The post went out, being hastened by the king's commandment, and the decree was given in Shushan the palace, and the king and Haman sat down to drink. But the city Shushan was perplexed. So, they wrote it down. They wrote the decree down that Haman now has authority to go ahead and destroy, to go ahead and to kill and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old. You see why Esther had to keep it a secret that she was a Jew and that she, all of her people were Jews? They had to, she had to keep this a secret until the right time. Praise God, because at that time, had Haman found out that Esther was a Jew, she would have been killed just like everybody else that he had gotten authority to kill. And, be, and it seems like kings back then were so um, sub, subject to different ones with evil uh, contempt in their heart and they had malice and they were able to just twist the minds of kings seemingly so easily at times. And so these things were written down. And you know what? Think When something is written down, it has a permanence. And when it has been sealed by the king, the authority has now gone out and can't nobody take that authority back. The king has stamped it, sealed it with his ring. And in Esther chapter 4, as we continue in verse 8, Esther chapter 4 in verse 8, after they had the decree now written down, the authority to now destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, young and old, little children and women. Jesus. Esther chapter 4 verse 8 says, also, he gave him a copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther and to declare it unto her and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him and to make, a re and to make request before him for her people. And Hatash came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Now, Hatash was the chamberlain that was um, specifically charged by Esther herself. That was her personal chamberlain. And he was going back and forth between Esther and Mordecai delivering messages. And Hatach came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Again, Esther spake unto Hatach and gave him commandment unto Mordecai. Verse 11. All the king's servants and all the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or women, shall come unto the king into the inner court. Who is not called there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these 30 days. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. 
Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? What a great question. Do you know whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return to Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. What is so interesting about these verses of scripture here is, okay, now Esther's going to have to reveal to the king who she really is, that she is a Jew and that all the people that she came from, they are Jews too. And that Haman now is the one who is out to destroy. So she has a mission that she's about, but she doesn't go into that mission without her own uh, sense of artillery. She has a plan in place. And her plan included this recipe, that all the Jews be gathered together in, in verse 16. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me. Fasting, so important there. Fasting is important in all of our lives. And we, in every man, as we learned in that first uh, chapter that we looked at, that every man should bear rule in his own house. You got to bear rule in your own house. And part of bearing rule in your own house is being able to get your body into subjection to the spirit. And that is, re and that requires fasting. You got to fast sometimes, be able to put that plate of food out of the way and just feast upon the word of God. Fast for me and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. But she wasn't just commanding them to fast for her. She wasn't leaving the responsibility and total, totally up to Mordecai and all the Jews in the, in the Shushan palace. But she said, I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And she came and she was resolute about this. She said, I will go unto the king. This is not according to law. And if I perish, I perish. And, and that, that speaks such volumes because when we get to the point where we have uh, made the decision that I am going to follow Jesus, I am going to turn away from uh, my own self-interest and I am going to do what I know is the right thing to do in following Christ. And that's why sometimes in the beginning we just can't do it. And, and make that known unto everybody else. We got to keep some things to ourselves. What it is that we're doing until we can get to the point where, yeah, fasting, we can do that. Yeah, I can fast for three days. I can fast for three nights. 
And, and so when you are building up that kind of strength, though, sometimes you got to keep what you're doing to yourself. Don't go broadcasting it to everybody else. And don't go telling anybody else you're fasting. Don't go telling anybody else that you're praying. Don't go telling anybody that you are even starting your walk with the Lord. Because I'm telling you, people are out there. They want to prevent you from succeeding. Esther had a plan to succeed. And her plan did not include telling everybody about it. She, there were certain people that she told about it. She wasn't going to go broadcasting this to Heyman. No, she wasn't going to tell Heyman this. She wasn't going to tell Mimukan this either. She wanted to keep this between her and her people. Praise God. We got to know who our people are. And so it, in the last verse that we covered in verse 17, it says, so Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. It's interesting now, Esther had been taking command from Mordecai, but now Esther's in the position to command. And now Mordecai is taking command from Esther. And we got to know that this is all to bring about God's will. So now Esther, and we're going to go to chapter 5. After all these things have been written down and Esther has a plan now to go in unto the king, praise God. And she knows, and she already told us here, that you're not supposed to go into the king unless you have an invitation to go to the king. You know, and um, if, he, if the king does not extend out his scepter unto someone that just shows up, you can be killed as a result of that. In Esther chapter 5, we're going to look at Esther finding favor from the king. Now let me tell you what. In Esther's plan to go in before the king, and this is, this is something that husbands probably experience. When a wife wants to uh, receive something from her husband, wants attention from her husband, she knows how to dress for success. She knows she is determining to look her best. And so this is what Esther did. Esther said, I am going to do in her own mind, she devised that I am going to look absolutely irresistible when I show up before the king. I want him to feast his eyes upon something so desirable he cannot resist, but he will extend his scepter out to me, his invitation for me to come unto him. It had been 30 days since she had even been in the king's presence. So she was a little bit nervous here, but she knew she needed to do something with that nervousness. So she took that time to prepare and look her absolute best. And I know there have been times when my wife has taken the, uh, the approach to look her absolute best for me. We ain't going nowhere. She just wants to look her best for me. And I certainly appreciate when she goes to those links to look her absolute best for me. There's special occasions where you just want to look your absolute best. And this was one of those occasions. And Esther was not going to show up looking any old kind of way. 
And you cannot blame her for that because she knew she needed to find the favor of the king. We don't just show up looking any old kind of way and uh, when we want the favor of the king. We, we don't want to just uh, having... S- s- Never mind, I won't say that. Praise God. Because I don't want to offend anybody. Praise the Lord. But Esther found favor. She was dressed for success, looking her best. Esther chapter 5 in verse 1 says, Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel. Told y'all. She didn't put on jeans. She didn't put on sweatpants. She put on her royal apparel. She was looking her best. And out of all her royal apparel, she probably had some royal apparel that she knew fitted her just right, that looked good, that would be most pleasing unto the king. And she stood in an inner court of the king's house, over against the king's house. And the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house, over against the gate of the house. And the king said unto, and verse 6 says, And the king said unto Esther, at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? Even to half of the kingdom of it shall be performed. Now I skipped some verses of scripture there and I'm doing skipping some verses of scripture there intentionally because I want y'all to go back and read them. I want y'all to go back and read some of the things that I am leaving out here because I'm leaving out a lot so I can hopefully pique your interest in this story in preparation for the actual showing of Queen Esther. So I want you to go back and get all of the things that I am leaving out here. I am just highlighting some things. So I skipped from verse one down to verse six. And the king said unto Esther at the banquet of wine, what is thy petition? Now you know she must have found favor in the king's sight because now she's having a conversation with him. She's been invited in. Yes. So what is thy petition? The king asked her. And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request? Even to half of the kingdom, it shall be performed. Half of the kingdom he is promising unto his wife. Then answered Esther and said, My petition and my request is this. If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king hath said. So she's postponing her request and her petition until the following day. She is being wise. Okay, you saw what you liked. You haven't invited me there for 30 days. You've already said that I can have half of the kingdom, but she wants to be clear in how she now unfolds her request. And it, you know, God is so awesome in how he works on people. And see, Sister Lois uh, on a prayer call impressed me so much that when she requested prayer for Vladimir Putin in this whole Ukraine-Russia situation, this war that is now in front of us. And you know what? That was such an important 
prayer requests because we never know how God can get a hold of a man's heart, get a hold of a, hand, a man's mind, put different thoughts into his mind that start to bring about a transformation in that man. And that is why it's so important for us to pray for these leaders in the world, to pray for those that have leadership above us in any capacity whatsoever, because we don't know what people are going through, but God knows it all, and God knows how to work on each and every one of us, and every man should bear rule in his own house. Praise God. But see, in bearing that rule in your own house, don't you want that rule to be the truth? So many are, people are going through life and they're bearing rule on those things that are lies, those things that are false, those things that are negative. Those are what they're basing their rules upon. And so because of that, then they're getting the uh, results that they have in life. And we all have experienced that at times. So Esther came looking her best. Esther postponed her request until the very next day. And in the process, in the process, we're going to now turn to chapter 6 in the book of Esther. And that's as far as we're going in the book of Esther. As I told you before, we're going to, uh, there are 10 verses, 10 chapters in the book of Esther. They're short chapters. Please read them all. I tell you, you will be blessed by it. You will see the many characters in the uh, Bible that you will be seeing in the actual showing of Queen Esther. And the question that is asked in this next chapter, what shall be done unto the man whom the king delighted to honor? That is the question that we are going to be looking at in this next uh, chapter. But I want to back up into chapter 4 where Mordecai presents the question in verse 14. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Mordecai asks such a provoking question, which prompts Esther now to take action and we got to realize that you know our time is now and we cannot waste that time which is now and we got to be wise in the decisions and how we uh, carry them out praise God and that is why it's important to have the wisdom of God working in our lives. Lean not to our own understanding. And so in chapter 6, again, we're going to look at the question, what shall be done unto the man whom the king delighted to honor? And we got to know that these things are unfolding now because of Esther's plan to meet with the king and for him to now begin to ponder what is it that Esther is wanting what is it what is going to be her petition tomorrow when we meet why did she even postpone her request that I asked her until the following day and so 
King Ahasuerus, that night, it says in verse 1, on that night could not the king sleep. And he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles, and they were read before the king. What's interesting there is that we've all had times where we could not sleep. We could not sleep. Did we at that time call for the Bible to read the Bible? Should we have? And, and maybe something would have been revealed unto us. See, God can cause us to have a sleepless night. And see, when we begin to pray for different uh, leaders in the world, God can cause for them to have a sleepless night. I, I'm so thankful that Sister Lois requested prayer for Bladim and Putin. I want him to have lots of sleepless nights. Lots of sleepless nights. I want him to begin to see all the destruction that he is really doing. I, but see it from a spiritual perspective. See his own soul that he is killing right now. Each and every day as he kills someone else, he is killing more and more of himself. I want that to come to his mind. I want, I'm praying that God will reveal that to his mind. Praise God. But there was a reason why now it's laid upon uh, King Harris's heart to have brought before him the records of the Chronicles. Because remember what was uh, written in the uh, Chronicles. What Mordecai had revealed to Esther that was a secret unto the king the plot to kill King Hasuerus by Big Van and Teresh. They had plotted to kill him. And when it was um, researched, when the Inquisition was made, they were found guilty and they were hung on a tree. And then it was written in the book of Chronicles before the king. Now, in verse 2, it says, And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Big Vanna and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on the king Azuharis. And the king said, What honor and dignity had been done to Mordecai for this? What honor and dignity had been done to Mordecai for this? Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, There is nothing done for him. Nothing. It was totally just written down and forgotten until God brought it back to King Azuharis' mind because Esther had so boldly come before him. She said, whether I live or whether I die, I'm going to go through with it because perhaps I was, you know, brought here for such a time as this. Are you brought into the kingdom of God for such a time as this? Are you brought into the kingdom of God for pray for a leader? Praise God. Are you brought into the kingdom of God to work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling? That every man should bear rule in his own house? Are you brought into the kingdom of God for these reasons this morning? Praise God. <clears throat> Nothing was done for him. And the king said, who is in the court? Now, hey, man was coming to the outward court of the king's house to speak unto the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows that he had prepared for him. 
And the king's servant said unto him, Behold, Haman standeth in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said unto him, What shall be done unto what shall be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honor? I love that the king presented this question to Haman, but he presented it in a way where it was a general question. But Haman took it to heart that the king was talking about him because he had an ego so large and was so full of himself that he couldn't think that the king was talking about anybody else other than him. Now Haman thought in his heart, to whom would the king delight to honor more than to myself? And Haman answered the king, for the man whom the king delighted to honor, let the royal apparel be brought, which the king useth to wear, and the horse that the king rideth upon, and the crown royal which is set upon his head, and let this apparel and horse be delivered to the hand of the of one of the king's most noble princes. Amen that they may array the man with whom the king delighted to honor and bring him on horseback through the street of the city and proclaim before him. Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delighted to honor. Well, what a good answer, Haman. <laughs> then the king said to Haman, make haste. And take the apparel and the horses thou hast said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew. That sitteth at the king's gate, let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. Can you imagine the face of Haman? His jaw must have dropped to the floor. But he now had to obey the king's commandment. For the man he hated, and for the role that Esther now played in this coming about, praise God, and the king's heart now, going to the chronicles, what had been written down. Oh, the word of God is so beautiful. What is written down, you know, in the word of God is so beautiful for each and every one of us to be able to bear rule in our own house. The, the authority is there. It is written down, praise God, and it changes our hearts. It changes our minds and it changes our ways. And, and those who are in opposition and who are our adversaries, God has a way of using them now as Haman was used for Mordecai's promotion. In verse 11 says, Then took Haman the apparel of the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him on horseback through the street of the city and proclaimed before him, thus shall it be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honor. How humbling for Haman. You know, and in the words of Jesus, it says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. But see, there's a thief out there. And let me tell you what, sometimes we show up as our as the thief. 
we can steal from ourselves. We can kill ourselves all the day long and we can bring about our own destruction as well. See, Saul, before his conversion to Paul, he mainly did the same things that Haman was doing in the Old Testament. Paul's doing it in the New Testament. Turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 9. And I want you to see it recorded what Paul did. You know, in, in bringing about the killing, the destroying, and, and stealing away from the Christians in the New Testament. Acts chapter 9, I'm going to only read verses 1 and 2 there. But again, you can go back and you can read the whole book of Acts. Read the whole chapter 9, of course. Acts chapter 9, verse 1 and 2. And it says, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. He was out to get the same authority so that he could destroy, bring about the destruction of those that were following Jesus. And in Acts chapter 26, we're going to read a little bit more in regards to Paul, Saul's plan. I'm not going to read this morning about his conversion and his transformation, but I want you to know here that what he was doing was something that had been done previously as well. Acts chapter 26 says this in verse 9, And I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem. And many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. And I punished them off in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. What is different in regards to Saul, who was converted to Paul, is that in regards to the title of the message this morning, another better than. See, Vashti was a queen and she was beautiful. But when she was invited, she had an invitation to come unto the king. She refused. When Esther, uninvited, had the audacity to approach the king, hallelujah, she had the audacity to approach the king, whether she lived or whether she died, because what she was approaching the king for was for all the right things, all the right reasons. Praise God. And see, when we can approach God for all the right reasons, all the right things with the right heart, God will not turn us away. No, he will not. Amen. Not turn us away. And so... 
some have an invitation to come to the king and they refuse to come to the king. Others, they come to the king because he has already invited them to come, but now they have gotten the audacity. They now have the boldness to approach the throne of grace. And I am so glad that you all are in that number this morning. You have the boldness to approach the throne of grace this morning. You are not going to let anything stop you. You are not going to let any kind of obstacle get in your way. No kind of stumbling stones to stop you. You're going to start stepping on those stumbling stones and say, yep, that's another uh, stepping stone. Not a stumbling stone, but a stepping stone getting me to the higher ground that I need to be on. Praise God. God in Christ Jesus. Paul's conversion by the grace of God and the calling of God unto him brought about another better than. Yeah. See, there was another better than Saul and his name became Paul. There was another better than Vashti and her name is Queen Esther, praise God. See, there's another better than that's inside you. Better than the old man, it's the new man inside you, praise God. And see, um, God delights in us, but we got to delight ourselves also in him. And in Psalm 37 and verse 4 and 5, it says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Delight thyself in the Lord. See, the king delighted himself in the king Ahasuerus. He was delighted and he found favor in Esther, praise God. And he gave her, he was willing to give her half of the kingdom, half. How much of the kingdom does God say that we can have? Does he say half? No, he doesn't. What did he say to the, what did the uh, father say to the son, the elder son that stayed with him? All that I have is thine. All that I have. Not half of what I have. See, all that he has. We are one with Jesus Christ. He has inherited all. We are one with him, so we have inherited all. Praise God. We need to delight ourselves in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. See, Esther delighted herself when she got to that point that she realized that I was made for such a time as this. I was brought here to the kingdom for such a time as this. Whether I perish, I perish. But I am going to delight myself and trust in the Lord. You know, our money in the uh, United States is stamped with in God we trust. Amen. Sure it is. And um, if we really, when we went to use our money each and every time, and we just took knowledge of that in God we trust, do you know what? I believe God would bless us more so financially if we really took that to heart and applied it to our lives every time. He's going to give us the desires of our heart, church. He gave Esther the desires of, our, of her heart. Yes, he did. 
It says, commit thy way unto the Lord and trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. That's what verse five says. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And what she did with all the Jews in the Shushan palace, with Mordecai and all of them fasting and praying for those three days, they committed thy way unto the Lord. They didn't really know how it was going to turn out, but they trusted also in him. And, the, and they took what was written down in scripture and he shall bring it to pass. Amen. And see, God brings the desires of our heart to pass. In conclusion this morning, you know, we get to live in different states, in different countries, in different regions of the world. And, um, when we live in a different country, we are subject to the laws of that country, to the ways of that country. We are free according to that country and the laws and the ways of that country, the customs and traditions of that country. And also the different states. Every state in, in the United States has even different laws and rules that we abide by. Different states have different um, speeding laws. In some states, you could go 75 miles per hour. In some parts of the um, Pennsylvania, you might even be able to go that fast. But for the longest, the fastest you could go in the state of Pennsylvania was 55 miles per hour. But I know some of those roadways have changed. But... There are different things that we are subject to, different freedoms that we get to enjoy based on the place where we live. If we lived in Russia, we would be subject to the laws and we would observe the freedoms of that country and the limited or the limitations in freedom in that country. So it is within the country where we live now or the state or that country, different states, different laws, and one is subjective to or free to. And so it is even in our spiritual state that we are in. Our spiritual state, our mental state. We can live in a spiritual state of lack where we are always in lack of something or we can live in a spiritual state of plenty, of abundance. But that state where we choose to live, that state of being, is going to then bring about what we are subject to, what we are free from. If we live in a state of lack, we certainly aren't going to enjoy a whole lot of freedoms that someone that has plenty has. And someone can be living in the same exact location as you, physically, and have a whole lot more physically. Someone can be living in the same spiritual state as you. They can't live in the same spiritual state as you, but someone can say that they uh, have plenty in a spiritual state, and but you are really enjoying plenty and abundance. And see, someone's spiritual state is going to be shown through their physical state. We get to see, and that's why I say time and time again, we are all more transparent than what we think. 
because it is our physical state that is going to reveal to others where our mental and spiritual state is. And I'm going to end with these verses of scripture. See, because we're all looking to be, to have another better than, another better than. We want to be that other that is better than that old self. Another better than, just like Vashti and Queen Esther. Queen Esther was another better than. Paul was another better than Saul. We're not looking to compete with others. We are looking to be better than what we used to be. We're not, please do not misinterpret what I am saying this morning. Please do not start comparing and competing with somebody else. All you want to do from this message, take it as with that leap of from Saul to Paul. What, and from Queen Esther and her indecision and her reluctance to then share her true identity with the king. But see, when when God brings about that decision that we all come to, to truly serve him, to truly trust in him, it will bring about such a conversion in our thoughts and in our minds, praise God. And, and this doesn't happen overnight. This is a continuous process. We continue to get better. We continue to grow and to change. But the secrets that we had, they are now revealed. The things that are written down, God has already written these things down. He's written down the path that we need to follow. And then we become another better than we used to be. Just like the first Adam and the second Adam, the second Adam was so much better than the first Adam could have ever been. Praise God. And so there we find in Jesus, our example, that the second man is always going to be better than that first man. In John chapter one, John chapter one, as I close, it says in verse 26, John answered them saying, I baptize you with water. But there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He it is who coming after me is preferred before me, whose shoes latchet I am not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And verse 30 says, this is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Praise God. John knew that there was another better than. Praise God. John knew that there was another better than which was going to make him, John, even better. Praise God. See, Jesus will always make us better than we were before. 
That is why it's so important. The, the written word is so important. And that is why I believe God laid it upon King Azuharis' heart to go to the written word, find out what was done. What was done unto the man? What shall be done, he asked Haman, unto the man? And I want to remember that it was because of Queen Esther Praise God. The woman in history whom we highlight today from our biblical history this morning, that all of these things became, came to unfold because she was the one that was better than Queen Vashti. She mm -hmm. came and she, she was invited, but yet she, re, she kept concealed her identity until the time was right. Praise God. And see, God has a timing that is unlike any other. God's timing is right on time, praise God. And he has the message that we are to deliver. He has the message that is for us to receive. And see, she had to receive the message from Mordecai, and she then had to deliver that message unto her husband, the king. And her husband then, after receiving the message from her, praise God, brought about another writing. And I tell you in the rest of the chapter you will see what then was written down in place of what the enemy had the king to have written down and praise God how it then brought about a different decree and a different situation and a different result entirely praise God saints I hope and pray in the message this morning praise God that you have a little bit more insight into Queen Esther. There, there's so much in this book. It's just a tiny book, 10 chapters. Praise God. Please read it. I hope it. what I've just shared with you has wet your whistle enough that you want to go ahead and drink some more. Drink deeply from the cup of, of living water this morning. And don't let your drinking stop. Continue to thirst. And your thirst will be quenched by the word of God, the written word of God. I love you all so much. And in closing, we are going to pray this morning. And um, as you are now probably seeing online, our donation button, praise God. We appreciate all of you so much and all of the uh, support financially that you give unto the church. You know, and that's just our reasonable service. Uh, I, I don't consider myself asking or begging you know, but I'm just reminding you of all of our reasonable service and giving unto the Lord because he has truly given us so much. And he, there's so much more that he wants us to receive. It's already there. He wants us to receive it. He wants to increase our capacity to receive. Praise God. As as it is in the word of God, when we are increased, when our territory is enlarged, then the need is greater for more of what God wants to just pour into us, praise God. And, and it's there, and, but we just got to be willing. We got to trust him. In God, we trust that we can be another better than. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We love you so much, Jesus. We thank you for the word of God this morning. Thank you for everyone in attendance, my God. And we thank you, Lord, that the message is taken to heart. Lord, that we all go back and we read again the book of Esther. 
time and time. Let us read it over and over and over as we just will be blessed so much thereby what is written in your word. We appreciate you so, so very much, Lord. But we want to more than just say it. We want to demonstrate our appreciation by surrendering all unto thee, my God. And in that surrendering, Jesus, just totally delight ourselves in the Lord. Commit our lives unto thee and watch and prove your word to be true, that you really will give us the desires of our hearts. We thank you for these and all blessings this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God. Saints, with that, I'm going to say, have a blessed day in Jesus Christ. We look forward to seeing all of you and more at the showing of Queen Esther next Sunday, starting at 10 a.m. God bless you all. Love you. Have a great week. Bye-bye.